0: Hi, this is Matthew Rose, and you are listening to the CVH Podcast. Oh, good morning. Thursday, July 22nd, and you are listening to the CVH Podcast. Episode 80-something. That's, um, that's a surprise. I just saw that I was like, damn, we've been doing this a while. Does anyone still care? I had to I put the truck up for sale. It was it immediately I had um uh five people interested. Like you know within the first well within the first half hour I had a couple guys interested and then and then it escalated quickly. That escalated quickly. Um first guy showed up. I could see the look in his eye. He was about my age. He showed up um with a uh, with his wife. In a in a in a van, and if you bring somebody else to go check out a car, you're already halfway to buying it. And um, I could tell he liked it as soon as he walked up on it. He liked it, uh, but this guy was thorough. You know, Def, you know, he crawled underneath the whole damn thing, like looking at everything underneath, and got into the engine, and clearly knew a lot more about engines than I do. <laughs> Uh, but was asking me things I didn't necessarily have all the answers on, but, uh, but I did have a list of everything I had done to it and, and, and the guy who, who had it before me. Um, and he just, you know, it's an old truck. It was 30 years old. Uh, you know, there's rust on the bottom of it, but, but, um, uh, that seemed to concern him, but not so much. And we haggled on the price a little bit and, and I had listed it, you know, to go, but, uh, you know, in the, in the in the interest of, of being done with it, uh, I gave him a little bit of a deal. He had cash in his pocket. He was ready to roll. This guy loved it. It was clear he loved it. And so I was happy to at least give it to somebody who liked it. Uh, it was going to bum me out that this thing had to ride off, and especially because it drove off the same freaking day I put it up. Uh, oh, it's so funny. It's so funny how we feel about our cars. But uh I was real just pleased that it went to somebody who, who um who seemed to like it as much as I did. And I got a text from him the next day and he had a he had a couple questions about things, but still wanted to let me know how much he liked it, which was great. So that's it. I need new wheels. Uh, we are in the throes of it here. Um, you know, by next episode uh we'll we'll be uh we'll be moving. I think I I think I'm gonna have to miss Monday's show simply because Uh, that's moving day. Uh, all this stuff's gotta be packed up. I don't know. I'll find a way. CVH finds a way. Uh, it's pretty much done here. You know, I always say this, like whenever I'm traveling, I say, Oh, if somebody says, are y'all packed up? I say, yeah, I just got to close the bathroom bag. That's like the last thing, you know, you got to like brush your teeth and close that bag and then stick it in the suitcase and close it up. That's, that's kind of where we are. That's kind of what it feels like. And, and, um, Uh, in trying not to be too wasteful with food, we're we're just eating what's there. And so it's (laughs) dinner and and lunch are becoming very interesting in the, uh, in the, in the hodgepodge of, of, uh, things (laughs) like I have some frozen chili, um, a a a bag of uncle Ben's rice and three lemons. Let's see what happens. (laughs) The same thing when I leave the, leave the apartment, um, on the road. But this is 100% happening. This is here. It's um it's a it's a uh, a part of life. Everybody's going to move. It's really um it's awful and it's beautiful at the same time. You can you can be very excited and also extremely tired. And and you know, living in disarray or living surrounded by boxes is never uh, helpful to your <laughs> to your uh general sense of zen. <laughs> Uh, you just got to let it wash over you. Just let it wash over you.
1: Uh,
0: and in the interest of fantastic timing, two days after I move into the new house, I got to go to New York. Uh, and I'll be up there for two nights. <laughs> you know, the, the timing in this business, in this life, is never going to work out. It's just <laughs> it's just not going to work out. You will have these moments uh, where you think it's going to work out, and then it's really not working out. Uh, whereas we're... we're it's it's you're just going to you're going to miss graduations you're going to miss birthdays you're going to miss anniversaries you're going to miss christmas and sometimes you're just going to bail on your whole family 2 days after you move into a new house <laughs> but that's um that's only for 2 days and then I'll be back for a couple of weeks uh, before we head off to chicago and chicago is getting very exciting to me i got my apartment all worked out i'm going to be in uh, river north a place i've stayed very many times um uh, pretty much within walking distance of the opera house. At least walking home from the opera house. You don't want to walk to the opera house. It's just long enough that you might be sweaty, or I would definitely be sweaty, but you can get home. You can walk home uh, leisurely and hopefully not get killed. I mean, <laughs> if you only look at the news, you think Chicago is just like a gun battle. Uh, that most of Chicago is not a gun battle, but I did one time uh, on the Wells Street Bridge, walking home. This is a... Um, Uh, This is three or four years ago. Um, uh, If you don't know Chicago, Chicago is uh, there's a downtown square. Really, it's a giant loop they call it, and and uh, the Chicago River sort of uh, borders it. Okay, and the the surrounding areas of Chicago just beyond the the river, and there's bridges every couple of blocks to get you across at varying points and the well street bridge is a very common place to do this. Uh, the well street bridge will get you right to, um, uh, um, a large station called merchandise Mart, a large train station, a lot of different trains stop through there and a lot of commuters go through there. And the well street bridge is, um, you know, the trains above you, it's elevated above you and you, and the bridge takes you, uh, to river North and, um, left rehearsal one day. It's 5.30. You know, it's not dark out. It's, it was springtime and it was not dark out. And there's lots of people out. It's not, it's not a dangerous area whatsoever, um, you would think, anyway. Not on this day. And as I'm halfway across the bridge, I can see up ahead um, three people in their late teens, early 20s. And they are beating the hell out of another guy. Now, I can't really see who they're, who they're hitting but the guy's down, and there's kicking and punching, and the guy screamed. Have you ever heard a grown man scream before? It's uh, it's terrifying. It's actually terrifying. You know, you hear a little kid scream in joy, that's one thing. You hear a little kid scream because I got hurt, that's a different thing. If you hear a grown man scream in terror, it, it's a sound you will not forget. And they're they're beating him senseless. I mean, just kicks to the head, that kind of thing. And and I and I froze. And there was lots of people around. And and you know, for a good second, everybody just at the sight of it, you just—it's like your brain's trying to process what you're looking at, and you freeze. And as soon as you unfreeze, which was about two seconds of realizing what's happening, the kids are off them and they're running the other way. Now I say kids, but they were in their twenties. Um. From what I could see, they were three um, light-skinned—I mean, light, light, dark-skinned kids. I would, I would imagine they were Latino of some, some uh, respect. And the guy they were beating the hell out of was also Latino, but he looked like a dad. He looked like he was forty. He had a computer bag. He had a. It looked like he was dressed for work. He was either going to work or coming home. Uh, he was he was crossing back over into downtown, and um, the kids went the other way. And the guy got up, he stood up, um, I was, I don't know, 200 feet from him, and the guy stood up and ran, and he still had his bag, and the kids ran the other way, and I keep saying kids, but they were in their 20s, they were adults, and uh, the guy's running, but he's clearly just running for his life, he's thinking it's still happening, he's disoriented, he's, by the time he got to me, um, he's, he's bleeding from one ear, and he's bleeding from the opposite eye and he's getting really swollen, you know, his whole face is just, like, swollen red, that awful, you know, that could only happen from getting kicked in the head, and, um, he can't believe what's happened, he's, he's so disoriented, and I stop him, and I say, just stop, 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 you know, like, you you need to assess what's going on before you move any further, and he thought he was still in danger, and we, me and another person assured him he was not, that the kids had taken off, and, uh, he he was like he was furious and horrified and confused, frankly, and uh, he just he just kind of like gathered his thoughts for a second, and I and I said, let's call the police or, or let's call an ambulance. You need you know, let's let's call nine one one. I think is what I said. You know, you need to be somebody's got to look at you or need to take a statement or something. And the guy just kept going. Oh, those, they nailed me! They nailed me! And he'd, he 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 seemed to be completely random. The guy, unless he, I don't know if he looked at somebody funny or what, but um. Uh, they, they weren't connected. These people were not together. They were not people who would meet, um, somewhere similar. Um, this guy was clearly coming home from work. The, the other three were, uh, let's just say they didn't have day jobs. (laughs) That's what they, that's what they looked like. Their, their clothing and their demeanor and their, um, unkeptness, uh, made me think they, if they didn't live on the street, they're pretty close to living on the street. And they didn't—they didn't rob him, you know. He didn't. He—he he said he had his wallet. He said they didn't rob him. I think it was just complete random act of violence. Now my heart is pounding out of my chest. I don't. It's so funny. Like you, I can remember seeing fights—fights um, uh, fights in high school, you know. Seeing um, seeing two kids get into it, and and your heart starts going a little bit. There's something in us, something in our DNA that's just like survival mode kicks in or something fight or flee adrenaline rush even if you're not in the fight but it still kind of gets you uh I I've, I've felt that watching MMA too you're just like um so my heart's pounding I'm just trying to get the guy to just stop you know like don't because he, he was almost running he was like running for his life but also running in confusion he could have easily stepped into the street where there were plenty of cars and um he just, he, he did sort of stop and he was breathing and he just kept repeating. He couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe it. And I I think it was just random. He didn't seem to know them. Uh, you know, no, no sooner than 20 seconds later, there's Chicago PD pulling up on the scene. And, and so, uh, you know, you know, we just sort of described what we saw for a second and, and, and went on our way, but the kids were gone. I keep saying kids. They weren't kids. They were, they were fully grown adults. Um, uh, but you know, you witness an assault. That's, that is assault. Um, uh, you know, once you're, once you're kicking somebody in the head, you, you want to do terrible damage to them. This is not two guys in a bar. One guy punches the other guy and the guy gets knocked out. Um, this was three people beating the hell out of a fourth. Uh, and you, that's, you're hoping to inflict serious damage. Um, I don't, I don't know that they wanted to kill him, but I, who who knows? That could be attempted murder. I don't know. The guy was alive, though. He was standing. And he was going to go home. Uh, he was going to go home. He probably never crossed the Well Street Bridge again, but then then again, neither did I. It took me years. I, every, I would come up on the bridge, and then all of a sudden, my heart would start racing. Not not out of fear that somebody was going to do that to me, but just, just that it was possible uh, on the commute home. I know a lot of people have seen these sort of things before, but... I had never really witnessed um, an actual assault on a human being that wasn't like two douchebags in a bar. <laughs> I feel like I've seen that scenario a million times of some drunk guy with the bouncer. Uh you know that that was fairly common when you're in your 20s but th- this is um this was a whole different thing. Th- this was three three men in their 20s and one man in their fo- in his 40s and he was clearly not with them uh, and and they didn't rob him and it just felt you know, something as stupid as he looked at them funny, or there was just random act of violence. Let's beat the hell out of that guy. Maybe that's what made me nervous—that it could have been me. I feel like I'd be okay with one guy, but not three. Who the hell can fight three? You know, you need to—you need to be uh, Chuck Norris to do that. Does anybody know who Chuck Norris is? <laughs> Anyway, that's the Well Street Bridge. So I'll be staying in that neighborhood again. <laughs> I couldn't believe how hard it was to get an apartment in Chicago. The the inventory was so low. I mean, Chicago, you used to have your pick. Uh, I'm not sure what's happening. I thought people were trying to get out of the city. It's, it's weird. It was just sort of narrowed down to the last two places that were available, you know, that weren't uh, an ungodly amount of money. because Some of them are. Who the hell can afford that? God. Uh, I've got a good place. And and, uh, and it's got a good gym, thank God. Because uh, I'm not in the gym um week and a half now. And uh, it, it just adds, it adds to uh, the overall general feeling of, of um, uneasy. And I'm not even doing the prison workout just because there's plenty to do here. There's never a moment to uh, put your feet up. Although I still find those moments too. <clears throat> but I am looking forward to being in Chicago. It's a new production of Macbeth with uh, Sir David McVicker. It's his production. And it's going to be Sandra's first uh, Lady Macbeth. And I haven't sung Banquo in almost 10 years. Oh, I should look at that, actually. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but I am looking forward to a full-scale production in um, that beautiful theater, one of the most stunning theaters we have in America, and and to to feel that orchestra at our feet again. Uh, and, and with that audience, frankly, um, this will open the season. This will be the big first big show back. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if they're going to... I don't know if they have to distance people or people have to show masks or show vaccinations. Who knows? I made the mistake of looking at the news yesterday, and you keep hearing about this other variation of of covid you know like like this story's never going to end we we just have these clowns in the states who won't get a shot and and this will just continue this we we're, we're going to have to just keep continue to deal with this thing because people are they think they're of sound mind and think that they're being um uh, you know not <clears throat> I'm not going to be told what to do I'm not going to be told what to do I know it's best for me you know th- those people I don't have a lot of sympathy for you because 100% of the people who are still dying from this never got the vaccine. And so in all of your, I know what's best for me when you're on your, when you're on your deathbed begging for the doctor to give you the vaccine, it's going to be too late. It's going to be too late. I read an article that said 1.5 million children in America, uh, 1.5 million children in the world have lost a parent to this thing. 1.5 million children in the world have lost a parent to this thing. They didn't ask for that. Um, and the ones, the, ones that, um, the ones that were taken before the vaccine, um, you know, that's an awful shame. Um, and, and the ones that were taken after people were supposed to wear masks and didn't, that's a different story. And the people that, that die now and leave kids behind because they didn't get their fucking shot are assholes. Um, that's what you are uh, selfish, it's selfish. And, um, it's just going to keep, it's just going to keep being the story. It's going to keep being the story. Uh, I feel like most people are just sort of over it, just sort of over it. Now we got our shots, we did what we were supposed to do. We wore our masks, we got our shots. And and so we're, we're going to move on. And, uh, for the clowns who aren't getting their shots, um, you know, reap the whirlwind because that's what's coming. When those hospitals fill back up, they'll be running to get their shots, running to get their shots. I think anybody who refused it, anybody who publicly refused it in the past should just automatically not be allowed to get it. (laughs) I told you I'm not supposed to get political here because I don't like it, but (laughs) this one bugs me because it really affects my business. Uh, You know, if if numbers start ramping up again, people are going to get nervous about the theaters. We're always nervous about the theaters, although I saw... 100,000 people in the streets of London uh, after the World Cup. 100,000 people in the streets of Italy after the World Cup. And the World Cup itself, you know, all the people in the stadium. uh, Didn't see too many masks there. Uh, But those theaters, we're still hardcore about the theater. I'm sure because it's inside, right? That's the reasoning. Anyway, Moving on. I love you for listening. Episode at least 81 something like that, of the CVH podcast. And everybody have a great weekend. And I'm going to somehow get Monday's show up for you, even though it's going to be one of the busier days I've ever had. But I'll find you. All right, everybody have a great weekend. Take care. Bye. Bye. Does she still remember times like these To think of us again